This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1840. This episode speaks to the difficulty of English phrasal verbs. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Do you get confused when native speakers use the phrasal verb speak to at work? Today, get super high level ways to use this phrasal verb in your presentations or your meetings in the workplace. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Aubrey, how's everything going today? I'm excellent. I have a fun question for you. Ready? Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> when is the last time that you had to speak to someone about their behavior? Oh, that's a good question. Actually, last week I was in New Hampshire visiting my niece and my brother, and mm. I had to speak to her briefly, my my little niece. She's eight and a half, and I had to, yeah, I had to speak with her briefly about her behavior. Nice. This <laughs> happens really her. often with yes. little kids, for sure. My my kids, I'm often, often having to speak to them because they yeah. will say things or do things they don't realize are mean or inappropriate or whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah, we have to speak to them about it. Yeah, you have to call it out. You have to call it out, right? You can't let them get mm -hmm. away with it. And it helps them to know what's okay and what's not. Right. Often they don't realize until you say something because it's not always that intuitive. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So today, what are we talking about? Yeah. So this phrasal verb speak to, there are two very different meanings. We had a really good listener question about this mm -hmm. and we want to make sure to clarify, clear up so that you guys are clear on how to use this phrasal verb with its two separate meanings. Yes, guys, we know that phrasal verbs are always a challenge and this one especially is really tricky. So I'm excited that we're going into this today. Before, before we get started, I want to remind you guys to hit follow on your podcast player. Wherever you listen, you're listening to this today, whether it's on, you know, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or CastBox, hit follow right there so that you don't miss. How many episodes do we publish a week, Aubrey? Four, four new episodes four. every week. And they're That's chock full of great information, vocab. Yes. Yeah. You don't want to miss it, guys. So hit follow. Okay. So do we use this a lot in business English, Aubrey? Yeah. So yes. the, the the version we were just talking about, speak to, often we use with kids, but also in business, if mm -hmm. someone's behavior is inappropriate, a manager might have to speak to them about it. If right. they're arriving late all the time, or if maybe they're not paying attention in meetings or, or attending meetings when they should, then yeah. someone would need to speak to them. So we use it there as well. Okay. To speak. Yeah. Okay. Good. So we have a question from a listener. Should I read that question? 
Yes, and this is going to be the other use of speak to. So this is going to okay. be get interesting. Let's hear it. All right, I can't wait. Here we go. <clears throat> All right, I want to thank you both of you ladies for helping us improve our English. It was always a mess before I started listening to your episodes five months ago. Since uh, since I'm a pharmacy student and I also am learning Turkish now, I have one question. In one of your episodes, you mentioned a phrase speaks to the trends. I searched for it, but I couldn't find any satisfying answer. Thanks in advance, your big friend, Nora. <laughs> I love it. Oh, That's thank you, great. Nora, for writing in. Yeah, and thank you. It's always fun to hear, of course, that the podcast is helping others. Mm. But I really loved in this comment that Nora heard this phrase, trying to find out like, oh, okay, what exactly does this mean? But then this happens to all of us. We've all experienced this frustration of Googling, searching, trying to find something, and there's just not really much about it, or maybe it's not clear. Yeah. So I'm glad we'll be able to clear this up. I know, guys. Send your questions just like this one to lindsay at allearsenglish.com. These are great questions and they make great episodes. And I could see how she might be confused, Nora, mm -hmm. about this, right? Speaks to the trends. It sounds like I'm speaking to someone, but I'm not. Right? Exactly, very right? This confusing. is a hard phrasal verb. It's very confusing, like you said, because the mm -hmm. first meaning is what we talked about in the beginning, right? To talk to someone in an effort to correct poor behavior. I yep. need to speak to her about her poor performance on the exam, maybe. But mm -hmm. then we have this second, very separate meaning that was in that podcast episode, which is a very interesting meaning. You mm -hmm. might say, this speaks to the trends. And this means it gives evidence of something. Mm, gives evidence of something. Okay, I think we're going to need a lot of examples for this. Definitely, right. So it often is, you know, it's answering a question, discussing something particular yep. in an effort to give evidence. So for example... If you're going to do a presentation and you're sharing what you will be covering next, you mm -hmm. might say, I will now speak to the potential negative outcomes. And really what you're saying is, I'm now going to provide evidence about this. I'm going to back up, right, with some information about this. Okay. So what you're saying is we're not actually speaking to anyone in this case, right? right? We're, we are providing evidence. Right? Yes, this Speak is one to. of the really trickier phrasal verbs because you cannot tell from the actual words what it really means, right? Ooh. So I understand why Nora had this question. It's a little trickier. You have to understand that it really means, you know, giving evidence. But it's really common and it is oh, yeah. common in business English. You're right. I mean, this version is common in business English too, Yep. right? In addition to the other one that's more straightforward, mm -hmm. um, we do, we do. It's really in fashion and style, this phrase. Here's another example, guys. This next slide speaks to our vulnerability to the competition. Mm. Exactly. So you're saying like, okay, I'm about to show a slide in my presentation yep. and it's going to give evidence Okay. of how vulnerable we are, right? And But this is how we would say that. This next slide speaks to our vulnerability. Okay. And the next part is, the next situation where we might use it is interesting, mm -hmm. right? What is it? Yeah. We also, if um, a question is asked for something to be covered or for evidence to be shared, for example, mm -hmm. you might ask the question, can you please speak to the effects of pollutants on the environment? Mm -hmm. So this might be like during a Q&A, when yeah. you want to ask a question, this is a very native, high level high way level. to ask that. Instead of saying, can you provide evidence about or, the effects yeah. of pollutants? Instead, or can you talk about... Or mm -hmm. can you talk about it? Yeah. Yeah, I like that so much better. It sounds native and natural. It sounds professional too. Very much so. It? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or would you be able to speak to the sales numbers, right? To the recent sales numbers from Q2. 
Exactly. Okay. I could imagine hearing this question in a meeting. Mm-hmm. If, you know, we're, we're being bombarded by lots of different information, but we see something missing, this would yes. be perfect to say, would you be able to speak to and then share what you need information about? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay. Is there another situation where this speak to comes out? Yeah. If you're responding to a question, Mm -hmm. especially this happens a lot in presentations where someone will ask a question and you have more to cover and you're about to cover something else. So Mm -hmm. someone asks you and you might say, oh, thank you. I was about to speak to that. And this means like I was about to cover that. I was about to provide evidence about that. Yeah. Or I'll speak to that in a few minutes when we cover next steps. This Mm -hmm. is great because it's so important to have that skill when you're giving a presentation and someone interrupts you or comes at you with a question and you know it's coming later in your presentation, guys, you need need something to say. Okay. Exactly. Right. We cover this in our business course that you really want to make it clear at the beginning when questions will be you know, when you can ask them, when will be the best time. But even if you do, there may be someone raising their hand who has a question in the middle. And this is a perfect thing to not let yourself get derailed. Oh, for sure. So important. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, Aubrey, so what's next? Is there still another situation where this comes out? Yes, for sure, right? This last one we want to share is when evidence is being given really directly. I saw this recently in the news about a school shooting. Mm. These unfortunately are extremely common in the United States. You guys have probably seen in the news. Mm-hmm. And um, the in the news article said something like, these statistics speak to the need for policy change. Right. So the same meaning there, right? The statistics that are being shared are evidence of the need for policy change. Right. They provide support for yep. would be another way to say that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But you, you'll see this on the news. You're going to hear it. All We use it a lot. It's very common, like you said, but does sound very professional, which is probably why we do see it in news articles. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't we didn't talk about this on on the podcast, but there was unfortunately another school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, a few months ago when this this will be coming out in August, Aubrey. So it was a few months back and it just feels so I don't know, the situation with gun control in our country is it's depressing. It is depressing. And it's really Difficult to have a conversation with people sometimes because there are so many different opinions all across the board when it comes to gun control. I know this comes up in our Connected Communicator course because you were able to interview people who have lots of different opinions about this. But I still think it's important to have these conversations because nothing is ever going to get done if we don't. I'm just not quite sure how to start those conversations with someone that I know has such a different belief than I do. It's true. It's really difficult. I definitely, I will only have the conversation when it's someone that I know will listen and remain calm and reasonable because otherwise it feels like there's no, no, nothing good is going to come of it. Yeah, it's so crazy. So we'll, we'll revisit this topic again, guys. We have done different episodes, if you're interested in that, on, on gun control and guns in the U.S. So go to our website and type in guns and you will find some episodes there. So we go into that a bit. All right. Yes. And then so again, just with providing evidence, 
Imagine mm-hmm. at work, I could see this coming up in business if you're talking about marketing strategies mm-hmm. and thinking about the uh, the audience for advertisements, right? Yes. Or, or what we want an ad to say. We might mm-hmm. say, we want the ad to speak to the affordability of the product. And again, just means we want the ad to show evidence for, give support to how affordable our product is. Right. Or another way to say this could be to represent, right? The word yes. represent comes to mind. We want it to represent the affordability of the product. Okay. Exactly. So you can see that it doesn't even have to be a human that's speaking to something, right? An advertisement can speak to affordability or something like that, right? Love it. Love it. So cool that this one phrase can do so much. It's quite versatile. (laughs) I love it. All right, let's do a role play for our listeners. So here we are coworkers. We're attending a meeting and you are giving a presentation. Ooh, good luck. Yes, Yes, right? Okay. (laughs) This slide speaks to the impact of our staffing shortages. Uh, Yes, it's clear that many stores have had to decrease operating hours. Yes, exactly. I'll speak to that now. Every location has had to close on weekends. It looks like that has led to significant loss of revenue. Could you speak to those numbers? Yes, we have seen net earnings plummet by 25%. We have a team working on solutions, but I don't think they've come up with anything yet. I'll need to speak to them. Okay, I like how we, we snuck in the... The first meaning, right? Right the at mo- the end. <laughs> more obvious meaning of this of this phrase here, right? Speak to them, right? Just directly talking to them. Yes. The and end. just to make a note on that, when we say speak to with this phrasal verb, as opposed to talk to, mm-hmm. it usually has a negative connotation, like we said, of correcting behavior, right? So uh, I would never say like, oh, I'm going to go speak to my friend about a movie we're attending. We really right. wouldn't use it that way. We'd just say, you know, talk to, have a conversation. When you use speak to this way, it means correcting behavior. I need to speak to them, meaning I need to tell them they need to change something. Yeah, I would say for me, I use it for correcting behavior. Yes, but anything more serious. So, you know, oh, um, can we talk later? I need to speak to you about something. Right. So that wouldn't necessarily, I think a lot of times it would be correcting behavior. I agree with you on that. But sometimes it's just a heavy topic. Like maybe someone passed away. That's a good point, right? Right. I need Mm -hmm. to speak to you. It's it's not going to be anything super lighthearted. It won't for sure be correction of behavior, but definitely going to be something that you might not want to hear or just something difficult, something heavy. Yeah. And I think we've done other episodes, guys, on speak versus talk. So come back to allersenglish.com, type that in the search bar and check it out. All right, let's go to these other uses in the role play. I started by saying this slide speaks to the impact of our staffing shortages. So you're about to see a slide that's going to show some evidence that's going to support or represent this Mm -hmm. impact. Yeah, I love that. And then you said, yes, exactly. I'll speak to that now. So I I said, it looks like many stores have had to decrease their hours. And you said, yes, that's right. I'll speak to that now, meaning I will address that. Exactly. I'm going to show some kind of evidence support. I'm going to address that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. What's next? And then you said, could you speak to those numbers, which is such a professional, impressive so good. question. It's such a great way to say that, right? Like, okay, I've noticed this. We've, we see that we, we have some loss of revenue. Could you speak to that? Meaning, can you give us more detail? Can you provide support or evidence for that? 
Yeah, this is so good, guys. This is Business English 101 right here. So good. If you're able to use this at work, you're going to look super high level and you'll be able to connect in those business conversations. You know, if right now you're feeling like your colleagues are leaving you out of those conversations, what you need to do is add in a few key vocabulary terms, obviously work on your listening, but add in a few key vocab terms that elevate you to that level. Yes, the elevation is really what it's all about here. I think that's a great takeaway for you guys that you're mm -hmm. at that level yeah. where you can use this very professional, very impressive phrasal mm -hmm. verb, right? You can. Often we think about phrasal verbs as being more informal. This is one that isn't as much. It feels and sounds very professional. It's very appropriate in the business workplace and will impress your colleagues. Yeah. I mean, I would say as a first step, guys, you'll listen for it. Listen for it for your colleagues because they're going to say it, right? Yes. They're definitely saying if you're working around native English speakers nowadays, it's very trendy again. For I, sure. I think this week we're teaching a lot of trend. The last few months, we've taught a lot of trendy stuff, right? Things that are really in fashion right now. It's which true. Is kind and of it makes cool. sense because often they're answering questions that come in because you guys are hearing yes. it out in the world and not totally. understanding and asking us, what is what's going on here? It's so good. So guys, listen for it. And then once you feel confident, you totally understand the context, go for it. Don't hold back, right? That's how we learn to connect is by using new words. Yes, exactly. And don't shy away from using phrasal verbs. They are tricky. They often have multiple meanings like this one, two totally different meanings for the same phrasal verbs. Speak so to. crazy. So crazy. So difficult. But you guys are at the level where you can be trying them, using them, and really taking your English to the next level. Yeah, you guys can do it. All right, Aubrey, this has been great. I'll see you in the next one next time. Awesome. Thanks. Take see care. Ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.